0: hello hello family friends welcome back welcome back how y'all doing i hope you guys had a wonderful weekend i know i did um and actually i was off today so I was able to get a lot of stuff done. If you're catching this on the replay, thank you so much, as always, for taking the time to do that. You could be doing anything else, but you're checking it out, right? If you're so inclined, make sure you do a little share evangelism. Hit that share button down there, um, and also give us a follow, right? If you're with me normally Monday through Friday on GDT time, that's God's divine time, but we pretty close to right on time today, so hey, I ain't going to complain about that. What you say, sister-in-law? I see mail popping in. Looks like we're doing pretty good, right? GDT time is working real good. If you're listening to this on one of the podcast outlets, thank you so much also for taking the time to join us. Make sure you click the follow and subscribe button on the podcast, right? Let's get into this tonight, right? We're talking about whole, please. As Mel says, Ho please. The wonder is in the weight. That's the subtitle on it. The wonder is in the weight. You guys know how I like to do it. I like to frame everything, right? Uh, usually from a scriptural foundation, nine times out of ten, right? Actually, about ten times out of ten. Rarely do I not pull a scriptural foundation in. So for those of you that like to grab your word and follow along, hey, Kels, glad to see you. Thank you, everybody, for inviting your followers, right? I call that, see, that's a form of ministry. That's a form of evangelism. Hitting that share button and telling people, hey, tornado's over there talking again. Let's go see what she's talking about, right? We're talking about, whole. please, the wonder is in the way our scriptural foundation that we're coming from is Matthew 15 and we're going to be looking at 21 through 28 also hey hey who is that nuggets by Nat I'm telling you throws me off every time hey Natasha I'm gonna have to get used to that one uh welcome everybody that's coming in so our scriptural foundation Matthew 15 21 through 28 also want to frame our main word for tonight wait right what's the diction, what's the definition of that word right when, and there's several different but the one that I'm going to um use tonight the one that flows with this message the best definition right stay where one is or delay action until a particular time, until something else happens, right? Tap on that share button. Share this out. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Tornado is in the building, right? We are talking tonight. Hold, please. The wonder is in the way. Um, and I'm going to try not to hold y'all too long, but uh, we're going to get through this thing, right? On GDT time, God's divine time right when it comes down to waiting now me um I grew up in the Mississippi Delta right a lot of country back gravel roads right oftentimes it wasn't no two lanes you know like here we got 45 we got 610 you know it's uh just too many lanes on that highway right so on these back country roads if there was somebody you know if Mr. Jones decided that day he wanted to take his tractor for a stroll instead of his uh you know 1975 Buick you you get you know you get stuck behind them right so you catch yourself waiting and you're like man it ain't no way to go around that road now a lot of those roads they weren't straight so you couldn't like look ahead and be like "Mm, i think i can make it right so you just like man i just gotta wait until i can get from behind this tractor right you may be stuck on a busy highway, you may be like, well, Tori, you know, I wasn't raised on country dirt roads. <laughs> well, all I can say, it's an experience. And if you've never driven down a backwoods country gravel road, I'm telling you, it's a wonderful experience. I can still hear the sound of the tires. And when you look back, all the dust just blowing up, it's an experience. And one that brings a smile to my face because my grandmother used to take us um, out all the time on those um Country weekend drives, right? That's how we will entertain ourselves. But, you know, you get stuck on those roads, right? You're behind a slow driver. You catch yourself in a wait, right? How about this one here? It, you, you got a phone call and you like, and the people, hey, Mother Clark, glad to see you. Some, um the company or whoever it is says, okay, call me at three o'clock. You all excited? So you call the number. You're in a rush and it says, if you live in the U.S., press one. For English, press two. For Spanish, press three. For any other language, press four. You know how they start sending you through the prompts, right? Then after you get done going through five to, you know, ten minutes of pressing this, pressing this, pressing this, it says, okay, now your wait time is approximately 30 minutes. And you're like, now I done went through all of this. Now I got to wait. Come on now. So then now, ooh wait. This one right here. I, this one here requires hard pray ministry from me. Right after you sat and waited all that time, and either your phone dies or right when somebody on the other side picks up, the call disconnects. If y'all ever had that happen, you know what I'm talking about. It just sends all the neurons through your body like that. They just had me on hold for almost forty five minutes, almost an hour now, and it just hung. They hung up on me. It hung up, right? That does something to you. Because you just sat there, you waited and waited. And your patience is just like, I can't, if I have to push one, I ain't calling back. You know, at one time, I had to call the I, the R, and the S. Mm-hmm. Um, and when they told me that i had almost a two hour wait so i said okay now this was back during the time y'all remember them uh cordless phones right and it had the antenna that you pull out yeah that's what we had so i said you know what i got tired of holding that phone and after a while you know your neck Shay said she been hot right blood drains from my tongue many times right you know cause you just like I can't believe I just went through all of this and see and I didn't want to risk that with the I the R and the S cause I really needed to clear up what was going on and praise God it was not at my fault it was a mistake in their accounting and their paperwork Mm hmm. true story and I still keep that paper just in case anything comes back up to be like mm-mm I got my receipt this was nothing to do with me y'all cleared this you can go and take that off the book cause God handled this but anyway I didn't want to risk a two hour wait you know and then all of a sudden have them to pick up and be like oops drop the call right so I sat there and it's I, if I've been looking for this picture for years because we would laugh about it once it came back from being developed that was when uh, you actually took film to Walgreens you know and everybody in Walgreens or Walmart wherever you went got your film developed saw your pictures before you did y'all know I'm talking about y'all remember them days and I actually took duct tape and clear tape because I did not want that call to disconnect? Um... I didn't want nothing to happen, and I tape that receiver to my head, and I continue to cook dinner, clean the house while I patiently waited to speak with whoever was going to answer that phone at the I, the R, and the S, right, so sometimes when you're waiting, you got to set yourself up to be real comfortable, because you don't know how long it's going to be, especially if you're on the phone with the I, the R, and the S mhm, right, what about the drive-thru, you have been the drive-thru and you just waiting, hey, Mother Sandra, hey, glad to see you you have been the drive-thru, right Everything moving along, you done pay, you done order, you pay for the food, you get up there and they say, you know what? I'm going to need you to go and pull forward and wait. It's all about waiting. It's a waiting game, right? I know somebody been through that. And then after you wait, sit up there and park up front and wait, uh, and then you get home and open your bag and you're like, this is not even anything that I order, that's the kind of stuff I'm telling you it takes a strong prayer ministry, right guidance of the tongue to be like I know, I just didn't go through all of that, done paid my money, done sat there and waited, the kids drive me crazy, in this backseat, I'm hungry I've been at work all day, and I done got the wrong food, you know see, this is stuff that happened, we having real talk up in here tonight, right, somebody out there done been through this and know what I'm talking about, right, it's all about the waiting game, right, all Your food is wrong. You're like, I have not ordered. This ain't. What is this? You know. And sometimes there's been situations where like I'm just too tired to go back. So you just just eat it, and then you call back. You call the place, but you're trying to be civil, but you're so upset, you know, and you're like, can I speak to the manager, please, you know, and you're like, no, I ain't coming back, I'm just gonna go and eat this, and you're gonna replace my stuff when I come back up there, because you got me sitting here with these little pieces of food that I ain't even ordered, you know, a little Taekwon back there throwing a fit, because he wanted his chicken nuggets, and y'all done put uh, some living onions off of him, you know, whatever it is, but y'all know what I'm talking about, right, it's that waiting process that requires patience, last one, mm-hmm, and I know no, if anybody hadn't been through the mother one, somebody been through this one. You in the checkout line at the store, right? And you're like, oh, this look like a fast line. I can get through this one. Mm-mm. That is never, I've learned that. That is never the one. The one that always looks like the fastest, go to the other one. Because they can be one person in that line. But all of a sudden, they scan it through. Boop. Boop. No price come up. Or, the price comes up and the person's like, that is not what the sign said. Waiting on the doctor, 45 minutes past our appointment, right? That stuff right there, I'm telling you, it takes a strong prayer life, right? You just have to be like, help me, Lord Jesus. Mm. Hey, water's glad to see you. Thank you, thank you for that share evangelism, that retweet, right? You know, this is stuff, right? And so you stand there at that checkout line and they like, I'm gonna need a price check. A few minutes go by. Still waiting on the price check. Ain't nobody showed up. So then the cashier decides they're just going to leave and go back there and check themselves, right? So about 10 minutes later, they come back from five miles at the back of the store. And you're like, okay, I'm about to get on out of here, right? Because you've just been sitting there telling you, convincing yourself, okay, I can make it through this thing. I'm going to wait this out. I am not going in another line. I'm investing in this line right here. I'm going to get through this. I can handle this way. I can. I got this. So the cashier come back. They get everything. Thing. They get a person they total, and then what the person do? Pull out a bag of change to start counting. One, two, three. And you just like, Lord, Lord, you are testing me right now. Oh, give me the patience that you gave Job. Come on, Father God. I need you to deliver me right now, right? Them weight games, they are test you every single time, right? Hold, please, right? That's our message. Hold, please. The, but the wonder is in the wait. Let's get into this, right? Ours um, another list here. It may be traffic. You, um waiting at the dentist, the doctor office, wait, wait, wait. And nowadays we just so become become so accustomed to it. Ain't about waiting, right? You don't want to wait an uh, hour to try and put no spaghetti or any of that stuff together. So what you do? You throw it in the microwave, right? You like I know this got microwave instructions because I ain't got time to wait sixty minutes for this thing to un uh, unthaw and cook in this oven. I'm throwing this in the microwave, right? Don't let the power glitch and be without internet. Uh, electricity for 10 minutes. Boy, people go into full just blown panic attack because we used to now, 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 need it now. You dial somebody, you text somebody, and you're looking. Did they read it yet? Now, I seen that green check mark. It said deliver. I know she done read my message. Why is it taking her 1.2 minutes to respond to me? Yeah, somebody out there know what I'm talking about, right? It's that, uh, that whole patience thing. But let's look at this. Let's look at Matthew 15. Let's start at 21. Then Jesus went out from there and departed to the region of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a woman of Canaan came from that region and cried out to him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely demon-possessed. But he answered her not a word. And his disciples came and urged him, saying, Send her away, for she cries out after us. But he answered and said, I was not sent except to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then she came and worshiped him saying, Lord, help me. But he answered and said, it it is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. And she said, yes, Lord. Yet even the little dogs eat the crumbs which fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered and said to her, "O woman great is your faith let it be to you as you desire and her daughter was healed from that very hour now that's coming out the um new king james but i'm gonna switch over as i'm going through this and i'm gonna use my new living as i go through and break this thing down let's talk about it right hold please the wonder is in the way now if we also look at psalms 27 and 14 real quick it says wait in faith on the Lord be of good courage and he shall strengthen your heart wait I say on the Lord right easy to say easy to preach but especially if you're not the one waiting right try telling that to somebody that's lost a loved one try telling uh that person that just got no test results you know saying we're not sure what this is we're not sure you know if this is malignant we're not sure if this is benign we're not sure i'm gonna need you to wait till we get these results back right try telling that to the child that came out and said look this is what's going on this is what mom dad and uncle is doing to me i know these things are not appropriate, but then you have to look at that child and say, baby, I'm going to need you to go back home and wait until I can work on this thing, right? It's easy to say, easy to preach when you're not the one that's waiting, right? To tell that person that's looking at you, Across that desk. And you can see the black eye that's under tons of makeup. You can see the lips swole up on the side, right? You can see the bruises that's trying to be hid under makeup. And having to tell that person, I'm going to need you to go back home and wait. We're going to start the paperwork for this. Come on now, somebody. To be able to tell, look at somebody and say, I'm going to need you to wait, right? It's easy to say when we're not the ones on the other side in that waiting seat, right? But what do we do when God says, you got to wait. Mhm. God says, I'm going to, please hold. I'm going to need you to wait. Let's look at that. When God puts you on hold, what do you do? Now, if we look back at that scripture, if we look at Matthew 15. And then if we look here in 23, but Jesus gave her no reply, not even a word, not a word. Not a grunt, not a mum. Mo- didn't say nothing, right? He put her on hold. He said, please hold. Please hold. I'm going to need you to hold on. There was silence, right? So a lot of the times when we come to God, we put our prayers out there. We put everything out there. And we're like, got my answer? You know, we expected his reply sometime to come back in text message form or messenger form, right? Mm-mm, I know I sent they've read it i know he heard me when i just asked god i know you heard me uh where's my response why is it taking so long right i, I don't understand what this wait is what's the hold up here right uh, every, It seems like when everybody around you is receiving their answers and you're like why am i waiting so long you reflect it back and how is everybody pulling everybody that ordered in this restaurant before me they got their food how am, how am i still sitting here waiting God, why am I still sitting here waiting for my portion? I don't understand, right? When he puts us on hold, what do we do? We keep trusting. As I say, that's when we hold on to that plow just a little bit tighter. We keep our faith going, right? I want to make sure other car keeps being rejected. I want to make sure I didn't miss any comments and keep up here, right? So that's what we have to do. We have to keep trusting in God or we can not allow our faith to waver, right? And you may say, well, how do I do that? The way that I do it, I said, hmm. He's been faithful every time. He hasn't failed me yet. Even at times when I thought, man, God, you failing me. How am I going through this molestation? How did you allow me to be... Mm -mm, That was not failure. Mm -mm, He was not failing me. No, he was not. But it's easy to get our mind to say, "Mm, mm -mm, a a just God wouldn't do this. A God that's gonna answer and deliver me. A God of salvation would not allow this to happen, right? Mm -mm, We have to keep that trust and know that anything everything that we're going through is a part of his plan hold please the wonder is in the way right we have to say mm, he was faithful to me yesterday he was faithful last week he was faithful six months ago when i was in this same position that he told me don't get back in this but i found myself back in this thing again how did i get back here but he's saying i'm gonna need you to hold you know hold please let me work this out right he had been there four me I just got to stay true and hold on right I've never known a time when God was not faithful to me now there was a time when I tried to convince myself that he was not faithful because he wasn't moving at the speed that I wanted him to that I thought he should move at he wasn't giving me the answers that I wanted at the time right what the devil meant for bad God turns it around for good come on Kells that's what I'm talking about holding that faith having that wisdom and that understanding to be like "Mm, okay let let me sit back now. Uh, this is the time when I need to pray for patience. Hold, please. The wonder is in the way, right, so if we look at this, right, she only, she received a silent treatment, that didn't mean that Jesus was uncaring or unconcerned, it absolutely did not, that's not how any of that work, right, but the woman, the woman of Canaan, she did not walk away, she kept trusting in him, she believed, she held her faith that he would eventually speak, right, so that's what we have to do, and say, you know what, he's not answering me right now, but he's never not answered, Now, he may have answered in a way that I wasn't expecting, or it may not have been the way that I wanted it to look, right? To pacify my flesh, but he did answer, right? Note that down. He did answer, right? We must keep trusting and knowing that he's always been faithful, and he will eventually speak to our need, what we need, right? Speak to our need according to his will. I have to make sure to put that part in. He will speak to our need according to his will, right? Let's look Here, if we look at this, we're not the only ones. Let's look here. Uh, Job lost his family. He lost his health. His wife was like. Job, I, I I'm about done with all this. I ain't got no confidence in any of this foolishness that you believing in. Why don't you just go on and do something with yourself? Just you know, lost everything, right? God allows Satan to come in and touch his life. All those bad things. Y'all remember Job, right? Or, or is a movie that I was watching a few weeks ago? She said, uh, "Job, uh, Job." Y'all remember Job in the Bible, right? Right? So you know, you ain't th- this ain't nothing new. This ain't nothing new. Others before us have went through this, right? Job was wondering, hey, brother Darrell, glad to see you. Job was wondering, why doesn't God speak to you? I know he heard me. What is taking so long? My friends laughing at me. My wife ain't got no confidence in me. I got all these sores, all these afflictions all over me. Lord, I need you to come through. I'm about tired of waiting. You know, you had to tell me, right? I love that story. Come on now, Kels. You, and Job had to be like, you know what? i'm i'm too through right now right let's look at abraham a hundred years old alone comes his first son right many years abraham had to be saying when am i gonna get my son hello Mm. did you forget me hello well it's me it's me abraham you know, so it, this ain't nothing new. When will my son come? When will Sarah give birth? Right? How I many? Look at the years that he kept on believing in God, even when God placed Abraham on hold. So that's what we have to look and be like. Okay, He put them on hold. Let's look here. He put everything on hold. So just because our prayers aren't getting in, just because He says hold, please. The wonder is in the way. Let's look at that period. People are like, when is the Messiah going to come? After that last book, right? Malachi. That period of 400 years where it was silence. 25 years isn't a walk in the park. Yeah, ain't. Like I said, it's easy to say. It's easy to preach, right? Unless... We're sitting in that seat where we're not the ones that's having to wait. But when it's flipped around and it's time for us to do the waiting, then what, right? When it's our time to wait on God. How does that thing work? How does that thing look for us, right? For 400 years let's look at it. When nothing new was brought up, no new revelation from the last book of the Old Testament to the first in the New Testament, a 400 year span God said, bam! I'm putting all y'all on hold. I need a i'm quite sure i'm the you know like, i need a breath i ain't gonna say nothing i'm just gonna sit here in silence for 400 years so if job wasn't enough for you to look at and say well job had to wait if abraham wasn't enough be like he put the whole word he went quiet on everything he was like shut down silence you know how when somebody get mad at you and they turn your back and you just be sitting there like i ain't gonna say nothing and you just sitting in silence. He sat in silence, and like I have nothing to say. So if he put the entire world on hold, baby, what's that tell you? Mhm. Look at look at it from that perspective. Let's look here at Matthew 15 and 25. Now the next thing that I love, hey Pastor Monique, you know uh, that the woman did the woman from Canaan, right? She said, "Lord, help me." She got down on her knees and worshiped him. She didn't go tap him on the shoulder and say, I know you hear me talking to you, right? Because what's the scripture tell us, right? But Jesus gave her no reply. Not even a word. She didn't go running behind and say, Look, I know you hear me talking to you. Uh, Jesus, hello. Uh, my daughter, she's over there, you know, demon possessed. I need you to fix this. Thank you for that super heart. I need you to fix this right now. Come on now. Please hold. The wonder is in the way right? What did she do though? Uh, She said Lord help me She got down on her knees and worshiped him. But if you really look at this thing, let me grab. I need my pen back If if you really look at this She dropped the title son of the initially she's saying actually I might need this version over here, back. Mm-hmm. Initially, she said, "Have mercy on me, O Lord, Son of David. My daughter is severely demon possessed." But when she came back again after he put her on hold and she waited, she dropped the tie. She said, "Lord, help." me, right? Because she said, okay, the title, mm, son of David, let me just go and say, Lord help me. Did y'all catch that? Have you ever caught that, right? You know how we try and go to man, right? Our flesh, and they're like, I need you to call me emperor. I need you to call me king. I need you to put president in front of my name. I need you to call me executive past I am the associate bishop, pastor evangelist. I need you to give me my title and respect, right? That didn't work with him, right? When she She said, oh, Lord, son of David. She said, "Mm, okay." so she went back and said, Lord, help me, please. Have you caught that before? Right. Teach him. I'm going to teach to you tonight. I'm telling you, if you look at how she did that, she dropped that title. She got on her knees in a helpless and humble way and just said, Lord. Help me, right? When God puts you on hold, that's the time to take it. You start taking inventory is what you have to do and say, okay, where do I stand? Where do I stand before God right now with this, right? What are you holding? up to the Lord for his approval. What are you holding? As Darissa would say, what you got in your hand, right? Look at what you got. And she said, "Mm, Lord, let me drop down right now and humble myself and worship. Lord, help me. Jesus did not, he didn't meet her need based on the fact that she was like, oh Lord, son of David. But when she dropped down and started worshiping and simply said, you don't care about a title when you're in need. Come on now. Come on. Now And she and when she just simply said, Lord, help me. And she got on her knees and worshiped him. Hey, sir. And that that's what he looked at, right? In her gracious way. And that title that she used, oh, son of David. But when she dropped down and started worshiping. So when God puts you on hold, keep trusting. Take personal inventory of where you stand with God, right? What you have in your hands. How you presenting yourself. How you coming at him, right? Let's look at this a little bit deeper, right? And I'm going to bring this thing on to a close for you, right? The woman is, Shiva said, I know I'm called a dog. But even the dogs eat from the crumbs which fall from their master's table. Now, that's a whole separate preaching because a lot of people believe, like, Jesus called a woman a dog. Ooh. Lord, mm, stuff out of context once again, but that's a whole nother teaching, right? But she said, I know I'm called a dog, but even the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from their master's table. So basically saying, look, I know we got a nickname, right? But that should not stop me from receiving a blessing. That, 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 that I'm not going to let that stop me. Call me what you need to call me. Call me whatever them people over there call me, because I know what they calling me, right? How many, often have we sat and we put uh?" little limitations. Look, Lord, if I got to let them call me out my name, if I got to let them mistreat me, I am not going to do that. Mm-mm. We put limitations on it, right? Even in that position, the Lord, uh, when he talked to her, right, because of her desperate need, her daughter's over there desperately hurting. She's praying for her daughter to be delivered from the demons that was tormenting her life. She was confessing total dependence upon God. She dropped down and said, Lord, help me with no strength Attached, but then we want to put conditions on them. God, I need your help, but I will not bow down. I will not stoop down. 911, it's an emergency, right? Lord, I will not stoop down. I will not allow people to call me names. I will uh-uh. They need to call me by a popular name. You better put some respect, they better put some respect on my name if they're addressing me right. Mm-mm. Right, Mother Clark. Trust in the Lord, right? Uh you know, a lot of people. Those titles mean so much. But then if you just look at that passage of scripture, and that's the thing I say, when you really start studying this, you look at it, things that you may just quickly read through. But when you really discern and be like, wait, initially she started out, oh, Lord, son of David. But then "Mm," that title and that praise, he's like, "Mm." but then when she came and humbled down and just said, Lord, help me and started worshiping that, you know. And said, I will not, you know, uh, oh, wait. And when she said, you know what? I'm just going to sit here and wait. I know he got me on hold. I'm going to be patient. I'm going to hold myself steady, right? I'm going to wait on it because I know the wonder is in the way, right? A lot of us say, "Mm mm-mm, I will not be catching no crumbs off nobody's table. If I can't eat Filet-McNone, I ain't eating nothing, right? And I said Filet-McNone, right? Oaktown 357. That's off a movie, one of my favorite movies again. Uh, (laughs) But, um... Yeah, you know, we can't humble ourselves. Mm Mm-mm, I ain't eating nobody's crumbs. I'm not taking nobody's leftovers. I'm not sitting second in line. I just leave here. Worship reaches the heart of God. Come on, Kels. Mm -mm. Mm-mm, if I'm not being reckoned, I'm not staying here at this church. I'm going to find somebody that will exalt me to where I need to be. I am not sitting here Mm waiting. Mm-mm, I will not wait. I'm too great to wait. Mm Mm-mm, please hold. The wonder is in the way, right? A lot of the times, those blessings just go by. They just zoom by, right? Because we don't want to be humble. We also want to list the limitations to God of the things that we're not willing to go through, the things that we're not willing to pull up while we wait, right? But not this woman, right? Lord, she was like, call me what you want. You can place me anywhere at the table. You can sit the table on my back. You can sit the table on my head. You can do whatever you want, right? You can even put the dog, some more dogs actually beside me at the table if you want to, but I'm going to hang on for my blessing. I take those crumbs if necessary because I am depending on you. We delight in the Lord. We worship, right? We say, hey, mm, I'm just going to sit here and wait. You know what? I really don't want this table on my back. I really would like some hot food, but right now he's just giving me these crumbs and I'm going to say, thank you God for these crumbs because somebody ain't got the crumbs right now. Mm -mm. So we have to humble ourselves and bring ourselves down. When you're hungry, when you're starving, you take whatever you want, right? And some people even got the nerve to look. They be at the at the food pan. This all you got? Come on now. Mm-hmm. You messing with your blessing, right? Please hold. The wonder is in the way. You take them pork and beans and you go home and figure out how to add you some gravy or some barbecue. Whatever it is you need to add in to take them crumbs, right? If people laughing at you, whatever they're saying about you, just look back and be like, "Mm mm-hmm, this may be it right now, but I know it's wonder in the way, right? You may not have all the answers, but the answer that you have is, Jesus has never forsaken me, and he will not forsake me now. Take a close look, you've inventoried and says, right? Be grateful, I know, that used to get to me. I'm telling you, you see people, you're like, what is wrong? What in the holy hot pepper is wrong with you, right? I've been there, right? There were times... You know, and, these, and actually, uh, you know, I've even, you know, talked to my daughter about this, and I said, baby, I said, there was times when I had $2 and something in my purse, but you know what? I knew you needed milk. I knew you needed juice, right? So I went in the store, and I had to be like, okay, what can I get? I would love to be able to get these diapers for my baby, but you know what? Right now, all I can afford is these ones that ain't got no name. I don't even know what brand, what name this is, but you know what? You know I'm sometimes I even had to go up front and be like look I know y'all don't sell these individual but I had to humble myself and say I don't even have enough to buy the generic pack can you please just sell me a couple out the pack you have to humble yourself and take the crumbs sometime because you know the wonder is in the way when you're sitting and wondering saying I know because he's always been faithful he's always held me up and I was sitting wondering be like when am I going to be able to come out of this God should supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory come on and he did every single time and I remember one time I had to go it was a grocery chain called checkers and I had to go in there and I'm like Lord have mercy ooh this child got to eat I'm hungry okay let me see what I can get I kid y'all not I walked up to the front I didn't even go bother to look back there because I knew the little pieces of change that I had wasn't going to get barely anything, right, so I went up to the uh, customer service part at the front, and I was getting ready to start talking to Amanda, to just say what can I do, this is what I need, this is all the money I got I don't want to be up in here stealing because I don't look good in orange like that I don't want to go to prison, what can y'all help me with, you got any surplus you got anything at the back, you know uh, what you got, and I happened to look over something, said the Holy no, it wasn't something, it wasn't something the Holy Spirit said, look in the trash Right? The meek shall inherit the earth. I looked down at the trash. And my first thought was, mm, digging that trash. And I looked again. And it was a scratch-off ticket on top. And I said, okay, it's a scratch-off ticket. They already done scratched it off. They didn't win. And some told me. It was something. The Holy Spirit said, pick that thing up. I had to humble myself. All them people behind me looking. I swear, true story, y'all. Mm-hmm. Wichita, Kansas. Uh, checkers on Pawnee. And I reached down in that trash and people behind me looking like, hmm, she digging in the trash. So I pull it out and I look at it. I read the little rules on it and I look. So I started scratching through it because all the numbers wasn't scratched. I kept on scratching. Kept on this was a winner. They had scratched too fast and threw that thing away. It was a twenty five dollar ticket. When I tell y'all, I started delighting. I started rejoicing. Cause my baby was gonna have some diapers. My baby was gonna have her milk. She was gonna have her juice, and I was gonna have something for my belly that night. It didn't need to be nothing fancy. As a matter of fact, I think I went over, I said, let me I've been there. Checkers was a nice store, right? I said, let me, you see? I forgot Natalie was from Wichita, uh, lived there for a period of time. And so I'm telling I think I went and got some of them Tatino's pizzas, uh some noodles. Uh, after, you know, I made sure I had it what I need. I said, okay, I know payday's coming this day, um, and I got my baby lined up, I got everything situated, and I got enough to have, just enough just to put something in my belly, I wasn't looking at it, right, that's the way you have to do that thing, the wonder is in the way, humbling ourselves, I'll never forget, it was $25, and I'm telling y'all, I slapped that little ticket to that customer service person, like it was a $100 lotto, because to me, it was like, woo, thank Thank you Lord, thank you Lord, thank you Holy Spirit. But I had I not humble myself, but had all them people that was looking at me like, mm, look at her digging in the trash. A matter of fact, I think I had a do rag tied on my head at that time, and I can't remember what I was wearing, but I do think I had my head tied up, looking all crazy, right? Um, looking a hot mess, right? But you I had to humble myself down the way she had to drop down and start worship and say, Lord, I know you didn't call me a dog and all of that stuff right there, but that's okay. I'm gonna worship you. Just the same, right? Because I know that's the name that they have given us, right? And again, you know what? I'm going to have to do a teaching on that. Because he wasn't being disrespectful, right? It's not right. What they it say, it's not right to take the children's bread and cast it to the dogs, right? The Gentiles were often referred to as dogs by the Jews. So Jesus was not calling her a dog as an animal, roof, roof, scooby-doo, right? A lot of people like to misuse that, but that's where it comes on doing your research, doing your thing, right? It was using the word uh, that was often used that uh, the Gentiles were um referred to what the jews call them that's how that works that's how all of that goes go back and check it don't take my word for it do your own research right but um let me close this out so i always throw a question in what's the lord saying about your life right Well, when he's looking and what's your inventory what are you offering him right when he says, hold oh, please the wonders in the way. What are you offering up? What are you holding on to? So that, mm hmm. And, and you start inventorying and saying, okay, may, may, you know what? I need to humble myself a little bit. I'm a little too high right now. My grandma used to say, you're trying to get a little too high on the hog. We can't eat that high on the hog because we ain't got that kind of money up in this house, tour, right? We can't eat that high on the hog. Somebody has heard that saying before, right? They say it all the time in Mississippi, right? Oh, you eating high on the hog tonight. If you had some of them big old butterfly pork chops and stuff like that instead of them little old fat, gristly, chunky, or them real little thin pieces, if you had a butterfly pork chop when I was growing up, honey, you was eating high on the hog. So some of us, we trying to eat too high on the hog, some of us that still mess around with that pork, you're trying to eat a little, you need to humble yourself down a little bit, right? So then you have to say, mm, am I truly trusting Jesus for my personal salvation, right? Or am I holding on to someone else or something else? Am I holding something else a little bit too high in esteem? Am I holding something else up, right? They say that in Memphis. right oh Memphis got some good barbecue y'all Memphis was on we used to go up there all the time they used to have an amusement park Kelly called Liberty Land we used to go there all the time well not all the time with the band while I was growing up that was one of the trips that I look forward to it be like please wait to the end of the year for the trip so we could go to Memphis right the wonder is in the way right Uh, have you committed all to him right have you said Lord have your way over my entire life right The crumbs, whatever it is that you throw at me, I am ready to accept it. But one thing about it, I'm going to surrender and I'm going to continue to worship you, right? You are allowing him to be the Lord of, uh, of your life, right? Based on the word, the word that I'm looking at, and I got two stacked here in front of me. Whatever you are put on hold if you will just commit to him and say, you know what? I'm going to hold this plow. Hold, please. Because I know the wonder is in the way. He will speak to your personal need. He will speak peace to your heart. He will give you the strength in those time days. Right? Rule over my entire life. Come on, sir. He will give you the wisdom in given situation. But sometimes we so busy running our mouth, right? till we can't hear the Holy Spirit when it speaks. We can't humble ourselves down. But he will give us the wisdom of what to do in a given situation. The way he, the Holy Spirit came and said, dig in that trash. I need you to dig in that trash. Had I not dug in that trash, mm-mm, I would have bypassed that $25 scratch off ticket that was in there. Come on now somebody. You see what I'm saying? Come on with me. We gonna bring this in for a close. He will give you his presence in those times when you're feeling lonely. Like you by yourself, right? He give you courage when you feel like your family, your friends, everybody around you has forsaken you, right? That's what he will do whatever the need is jesus will handle it just because you ask and as the scripture says he answered her not a word just because he answers you not a word at that time does not mean he does not care and he does not hear you what that means is to wait in the Lord, to delight in the Lord, to do your inventory and say, how am I coming to him? How did I come at him? Did I come at him with the right reverence, right? Uh, 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 Check yourself why are you waiting right if it's confidence you're looking for then it's your comfort if it's advice he's your advisor if it's healing he's your healer if it's wisdom he is your teacher right he is the right for whatever is wrong in your life i'm telling you whatever is wrong he is your right hold please the wonder is in the way the wondrous glory of how he moves, how he changes things, as it says here. Then Jesus answered and said to her, Oh woman, great is your faith, let it be done, let it be to you as you desire. And her daughter was healed from. That very hour. The other version I have says. Dear woman. Jesus said to her. Your faith is great. Your request is granted. And her daughter was instantly healed. The faith of a Gentile woman. Come on now somebody. And Oh we great is thy faith right so when you have to wait for the answer why do you keep your eyes not over there at the blessings that everybody else is getting not at the blessings that's sitting in your neighbor's driveway that you're covered and that you're jealous of not over here at your co-worker that might have gotten that promotion and you sitting there salty about it as i said last night if it's over season, Fix the recipe and see what the problem is, right? You look ahead. You keep your eyes on Jesus. You keep your faith in God, right? Because the glory... Of his wonder is in the way. Hold, please, until tomorrow night. That's my word for tonight. I will be back here tomorrow, right? May the grace of God keep you. I hope this message has inspired you. Pass it along to somebody, right? Do that share evangelism. I love y'all. Walk good, do good, be good. Until next time, right? Tornado, I'm out of here. I love y'all. I really, really do. Hold, please. And remember, the wonder. His glorious wonder is in your way. All right. I'll be back here tomorrow night on GDT time. That's God's divine time. I love y'all. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Natalie. I love y'all. You could have been doing anything else, but you stayed with me. I hope you enjoyed this message. I hope maybe if you're down, whatever it is that you may be going through, whatever is wrong in your life right now, I hope some part of this message you say, mm, That Torah's on to something, right? I know what I'm missing to make it right, to get on the right path, right? Let me go do my inventory, all right? Tornado, I'm out of here. You all know the Torah. Torah. Tornado.